Two chimps. One room. Two men with absolutely no knowledge of how to run a podcast. Join us as we fail. And we're back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello this is the parrot. This is yeah, this is, uh, the parrot. We're here with the parrot and Roly, and we are back with episode eight, I believe. Now, I believe so. We had a week off due to uh, Roly's Cancun adventures. My my mental health, uh, you know, uh, it needed it. I, I much needed uh, another needed. Uh, it was something we stressed out to our listeners that to go out there, not to live scared, to live to live, but also respect what's going on as well. Right. You know, but go out there and enjoy yourself like Roly did. Right. Yep. And thanks to Roly enjoying himself out there. I'm also enjoying myself a nice Cuban cigar he bought me from. Yes, I from did. Cancun. Yes, thank I, you. I appreciate it. I, I haggled the guys. They were, it, and that cigar alone could be about $20, but they sell you a box over there for like, you know, peanuts dude so i bought i bought a box for like 40 bucks but that should be like 100 bucks but well i saw a few boxes you just buy I, one I, you bought a few boxes which is good because i'm gonna need them yeah <laughs> well, i know i appreciate it i appreciate it you know, much love enjoy it dog enjoy yeah, it yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth i'm not the kind of guy that's gonna who knows his brands on uh, on cigars or i'm gonna act like i do i yeah. you know what to me a cuban is a cuban right so and some people are like oh is it some have chocolate or whatever it is I don't care. Just give me whatever it is. It's a Cuban. I'm gonna smoke it. Good, bro. Yeah. I, like the, I like the taste in, in your mouth and all. And it looks like a penis, so you're you're happy. I'm with loving that. it. I'm loving yeah. it. It's a nice little fat penis you put in your mouth constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you were telling you know you were telling me little uh, inquiries about your trip. Uh, I mean, I had a great time, brother. I'm gonna tell you something. I we had some wild times over there. I I wrote I wrote a. a, a uh, what the fuck is that? A jet ski. A jet ski. A, a, no, oh, you never rode a jet ski here. Uh, the, my second States? time. My oh, second. Not no. even. Not only in the United States. Oh, okay. Only in Mexico twice. Oh wow. And this is my second. That was my second time. How long were you out there for? Uh, nine days. Nine days. That's nine days. Nice. So much needed, huh? Much needed. I went with my cousin. Uh, my you know my cousin like thirty five. You know I'm forty. So you know it's funny because we were out there and you know it's like two dudes on vacation over the age of thirty five. You know, single. You know, I, I'm sure people. That's a that's a like a rare occurrence. Like like a 40 year old man and a 35 year old single. <laughs> to me, that's like mind blowing. But hey, you know what? That's just what it is, right? Right. And we're we you know we're both straight, but I'm sure you know a lot of people are looking at us like you know this is a couple or some bullshit. Yeah, but like my friend would say, you're straight gay. Yeah, <laughs> that is straight. <laughs> bro, two right. dudes on vacation. Yeah, bro. There was a particular uh, incident that happened when we were in the room where my my, my cousin that had went with me, he hooked up with this girl and, uh, you, know, he, you know, he used a condom, had sex with her with a condom, whatever. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's using safe sex. Right, I, right. Exactly. Especially with somebody he just met out there. Yes, exactly. One night stand, by the way, one, yes. Oh, it was on one night stand? Well, yeah, because he met her that day. And, and he just had sex with her that night and that was it. Yeah, a couple of times after oh, that. But, but the first night, um, after everything happened, the maid came in the morning and was cleaning our room. And like, we show up, right? We were at the beach. We show up to the room and we show up when she's cleaning. And then I, my cousin like fucked up, you know, he like, you know, he had to take a little nap. So he ended up sleeping like on the little couch that they had there. I went outside to the it was like mid morning or like midday or yeah, it was, yeah, it was like about 12 o'clock. Cause he, he, he pulled up all, all nighter basically. I you know I, I actually got some sleep. When we came back, bro, 
uh, he went straight to the couch. I went to the patio, smoked a cigarette. She was cleaning the room. The, the maid was cleaning our, our room, and, you know. And um, I was out there for like 10 minutes. I came back in, bro. And when I came back in, she was making the bed. But when she was making the bed, there was a fucking used condom right in the middle of the floor of the, of, of, of the room, you know. And she gave me this look like, you, you know, like, like, uh-huh. Like, I, I see you, you know, you, you guys boned last night, basically. You, you know? guys are having fun out here. Yeah, you know, like, you guys were. But, I mean, come on. Two dudes oh, over the age of 35, you know, in, on vacation, single. Her, her her first instinct was to say, hey, you guys are having sex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or she was disgusted. <laughs> she looked at me, bro, like I was a fucking plague, bro. Like, it was. Like, you could at least pick this shit up. Exactly, yeah. Dora. You could have thrown it away, you dirty motherfucker kind of thing, you know? Like, Little does she know that your cousin had a, had a woman over. A uh, female, right? Right. A female, uh, yeah, exactly. Not a, not a male, a female. Yeah, I mean, from the looks of it, you know? So that was one little incident. Uh, but the maid at the same time, I think, you know what? You're a maid in Cancun. I'm sure that's not the worst shit you've seen in your life. Bro, that's what my that's what my friend was telling me too. Yeah. The guy that the, the friend that we know that lives out there. He was telling me, like, bro, it's like she's probably seen way worse. You know what I mean? So she's probably just giving that look and she wants a little extra, maybe. Like, hey, you know, I had to touch that thing. <laughs> right? Like, did right. you give her extra? Did you did you fall did you fall victim for the I, I actually did, dog. I wow. see. I took care of her every day we were there. I gave her two hundred pesos, which was like, I don't know, two dollars. No, not even two hundred pesos. I would say like about five bucks. Five bucks. So five bucks every day. She was loving us, bro. She would fucking extra towels and she's shit. like, "Where's the condom? I'll pick them up." Right? You know what I mean? She was like, I'll, put, "I'll plug them out of his ass." If right? I have to. right? <laughs> exactly, dog. Yeah. So you know that that it was cool. It was cool. Um. I met some met some characters out there too, brother. There's a lot I, of characters out there. Dog, I'm sure I, there is right now, especially right now, people are just letting loose. I mean, people have been locked up for over a year already. You know, I, I'm sure people are going out there. Just you know, things things are looking better. They're out there taking care of business. I mean, mental I'm, health. Like I'm you were right. I'm back. I mean, I'm vaccinated, so you know. But uh, that's another thing. Uh, tell our listeners about traveling internationally. What oh, they need to do. yeah, because that's a, that's something maybe they you know if you're planning a trip. Is that it's international, right? If, yeah, right. If it's, there's a lot of uh, things that you need to know that beforehand, so you kind of plan Pre- ahead. Prerequisites. Yeah. Yes, dude. Uh, so if you ever travel abroad and you're gonna come back to the United States, at least if you live in Los Angeles or even California, I think for that matter, you need a COVID test and you need to have one three days prior to boarding your plane back to the United States. So we actually, I so you have to have one three days. Before you fly, not after. I mean, you can't have one a week before and say, "Here, here's my COVID." Right, test. right. They'll, they'll, they'll check the dates. And there's no getting around it. Right. So within three days, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, you could do it on the last day, whatever. But as long as it comes out back negative, but yes. So I mean, we had the doctor come over to the room. I paid ninety five. We each. Paid. No, but I'm saying when you fly out of LA, you don't need a COVID test. Right? You don't. You, you don't. don't. Okay. You don't. Flying out of LA, you don't need a. You don't need a COVID. Well, test. let me ask. You. Well, actually. Flying into Mexico, okay. you don't. They're you don't not gonna one. question it, right? Mexico is like, come on in. Yes, exactly. We're like, Texas. Like, we're next to Texas. We we adopted Texas. Bro, rules. the price is right. Like, come on down. You know, like yeah, we, we don't care. Exactly, bro. So, but so yeah, we had to get a COVID test. They charged us ninety five bucks, but it was very. I mean, each per each of us ninety five bucks. The doctor came to the room and gave us the fucking test. Oh wow. Yes, and he even told us like this is like the ninety eight point. Nine nine nine. Did you have to cough when you make the test or cough? Yeah. With the finger? No, no. <laughs> Imagine. He's yeah. like, this is a new COVID yeah, test. Yeah, right? I have to give you with the, the finger. <laughs> no, um, no, he did the swab in the nose. 
Um, he broke down the 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 test, how it's, how accurate it is, blah blah. He gave me the he gave us the results within like ten minutes, bro. So it was amazing. And then he emailed you the results, uh, and it was all for ninety five bucks. At and after he was done, he went back to the kitchen and he started cooking. Exactly right. right. <laughs> right. He made uh, breakfast. Stuff, he made yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's one of the things you gotta, you know, when, if you go to Mexico, you, when, or, or when you're coming back from the United States and you live in California, at least from, you know, I don't know about the other states, but. Well, if you're from Texas, I'm sure, or, or, or Florida. Florida, Florida, I'm sure you. All those Southern states probably don't give a fuck. Maybe, well, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I don't live there, but yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, they have to follow federal guidelines too, I guess. You know, not just like you're flying into, into Texas, so I guess. It would, it would, it would, it, it would, would probably you're exactly, right, yeah. bro. Federal guidelines, exactly. Yeah. So, so that happened. I mean, so, you know, it was a cool trip, man. We even met like interesting people. We met this this Russian dude there that was like he was he actually lived in France. He's actually living in France, but he was Russian. Um, and I, I think his parents migrated to France. I don't you know when he was a little kid. So he's actually more like French, whatever. But he have a French accent or, or a Russian. He accent? had a French accent, yeah. But he was. He told us so he, he sounded was, sexy. Though. He was. He was. He was a young guy. But he sounded sexy. You know, actually, French sounds kind of sexy in a way. Actually, I mean, it, you know, it sucks because I don't want anyone to sound fucked up. But you usually. To me, like he sounded, it sucks because of the language barrier. Because he didn't know a lot of the, his English was not very good. You know, like it was kind of fucked up. So it sucks when somebody doesn't know English very well. You automatically think they're not smart or some shit. But he was actually mean. This fucker knew English, Russian, French. You know what I mean? Like this fucker. You know, he had like at least three languages. You know. The thing that that baffles me a little bit is that how this man knows these three languages, but yet he's talking to you. Right, you were a magnet. So, you were so a magnet, dude, right? let me tell you, bro. So this is how I met this guy. We came back from I don't know where. Uh, I, oh, we were on the boat that day, and we came back, and we went to the little bar at the hotel. But the bar was already closed. But since since we know people there or whatever, you know, like they let us hang out at the bar. What time was this around? This probably like around eleven o'clock at night, maybe. Oh, the bar's closed early over there, and, and they well they that little bar they closed it at twelve, but it's it's the hotel bar, you know. Uh-huh. So they closed it at 10. They closed at 10. But we were hanging out there. We had, you know, we had liquor. We had our own bottle of liquor. We had a little speaker or bump, bumping and whatever, hanging out. It was me, my cousin, uh, my friend's other cousin with his wife. So it was like about four of us hanging out, right? And uh, all of a sudden, we see this dude, like, walk down from, from the hotel. And he comes up to the, to the bar and walks onto the beach because the bar is right on the beach. So he walks onto the beach. And we, when we see him, right, and we see him just stand there and look at the beach and, like, like, for five seconds and then walks into the beach and goes into the water, bro. So he goes into the water, right, and we start, like, like talking shit. Like, 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 this was, and like oh, this motherfucker went into the water. Did he have right? a body? Did he have a body on him? Was he... he was fit, bro. Like, a motherfucker. Yeah, oh, he was nice. fit, bro. He was fit, bro. He, this fucker, he, tried, he, he caught your eye. <laughs> Definitely, bro. He's a good-looking guy, bro. 26-year-old guy, right? So he walks into, he goes into the water, bro. And then he goes in, right? Whatever. We keep talking, whatever. About 10 minutes pass by and we're like, and we start asking ourselves. Everyone was like, hey, what happened to the guy? You know what I mean? So we don't see. It was in your bedroom, Murray? No. Right? He (laughs) (laughs) He had the keys to my room. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So so we start looking for him. Me and my friend's cousin start looking for him. We're like, we start looking at the beach. We're like at the water, right? It's already dark. You know, it's already, there's no light, you know? 
So I we, fucked up where you guys are yet. We were already been we were drinking all day too, a low key. Drinking though. drugs, everything. I mean weed, yeah, yeah. And um and so we don't see him, right? We're like, what the fuck? We're like, damn, this fucker drowned out there, bro. We're like, he disappeared, bro. Like totally. Like we were like, where the fuck is this guy? You know, we and we were all like looking like and like like this guy walked into the walked out into the water. Anyway, we're like, damn, this fucker just went and committed suicide. We're like, this fucker was out just he came to Mexico to kill himself. Exactly, bro. We didn't know who he was. I mean, we didn't know anything. He just—he looked like a white boy, though, like a motherfucker. Yeah, he was just a fit white boy. Yeah, very fit, right? And then, um, bro, like about 20 minutes later, he comes out of the fucking water, right? And that's how we start. That's how we met him. Where we're like, bro, we we talked to him. We're like, hey, hey we're, man, we thought you drowned and shit, dude. He's like, oh no, you know, he starts talking. And he has an accident and shit, whatever. The worst part of that was probably the worst thing we could have done, bro. Talk to this guy. Because after that, bro, he hung out with us like the whole night, right? And he was like, you know, asking us questions and, and we were talking to him, whatever. And then the next day, we see him again. Me, my cousin, we see him again. We run into him again. Dude, he did not want to fucking leave, dude. Like, like it, it, it was kind of fucked up because I didn't want to be rude to the guy and tell him, hey, you know, we don't want to hang out or, or hey, we're going to do our own thing. No, he like he kept talking to us and all that shit. So, um, I mean, he, it was cool, but you know, he was like a chick. Did you ask him how much you live? And how I'll, much I'll, bro, I'll be honest with you. Like, I mean, I think he was probably gay too. You know what I mean? And then since I'm a good-looking older man, you know what yeah. I mean? He, you know, two dudes on vacation, he probably thought, hey, threesome or some yeah. bullshit. You know what I mean? He was seeing so, it. He was. He it. was loving it because, because the sounds of it, you sounded very like, very. Um, how can I say? You're very um, in tune in what he was doing that night. We and all were. You guys got all. Like yeah, you guys all panicked to him. That was a lot of attention you give a man. You know what? You're absolutely right. We so, should have just been like whatever about fucking, it. You know what whatever I mean? he's doing, he's making him do his own thing, right? Exactly, bro. But you guys were at the bar looking at him, doing what he's doing, and then he disappeared for five minutes, and then you guys gave him way too much attention. Yep. And that was a problem. Right that there. I think you're right on that, brother. Because I mean, and we were being we were being cool with him. I even gave him a cigar. You know, we had some shots with us. So nice. So to him, he's probably like, hey, I'm fucking tonight. You know what I mean? Oh, he fucking yeah. saw you. He said, this guy's about to turn around. Right. right? He's already. He's had enough women when he knows what. Exactly. A man's next. Even even what the, our friend that lives over there, he he, he saw, he, he like, he realized, he like, he's like, you're going like, to fuck you, he told me. <laughs> and, I, and I told him, no, he's like, you're going to suck his dick? He told, he, he was telling me, he was like, you're going to suck his dick or what? And I was like, nah, he's sucking my dick. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, I like it. You're, you're very honest about it. Yeah. But I hear a lot of, like, drug use and a lot of drinking. I have a good question. I know you told me before you left. Yeah. How do you take drugs on the airport? Uh, it's what is very, the secret? It, it's very simple. You check your bag. You check Checking your, your bag, and then it's not gonna go to dogs. And absolutely, it's gonna go to dogs. Of course, they so, might. I'm sure, so, they're, I'm sure they're checking with dogs, but they're actually checking for bombs or weapons. They don't give a fuck about. They don't give a fuck about drugs anymore, bro. I think they didn't give a fuck for a long time because I even took some weed through my. Through the when the, the you know how the, the whole security thing yeah. in my backpack and my carry on, I actually I had a backpack on. I took about two joints with me, so and and uh, edibles. So they're not they're not really looking for that. They're looking more for weapons, explosives, shit like that. You know, so wow. well, word to the wise. Well, know? I'm glad you you took that the extra the ten days ten days you said right ten days ten days you you came back. Very oh, happy, yes. Very happy. Very happy, and I'm glad. And, and I urge a lot of our listeners, 
Go out there. Have fun. If it's go to the mall, go to the mall. Put a damn mask on. And have people look at them and tell them to put a mask on too. Yeah, I know a lot of people are getting uh, called out for it, but hey, you know, that's just the protocol right now. Deal with it. Yeah. I deal I, with it. I don't see what the big bro, I get you against it. Just some people are like, I can't breathe. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you can't breathe. Like, get the fuck out of here. Stay home. Stay home. It's, but these people are like, no, it's my right. And, and, and this is America. And we're in America. I'm like, I have, I'm not going to say right here, I'm going to bring up something, but I have a co-worker who doesn't, who doesn't want to abide by the laws, and she, oh, I didn't even say she, mm. and she ended up just saying she's going to take some time off because she didn't want to adhere to the rules of the workplace. So she comes to work to shop, all right, and she's wearing this mask, she's wearing a mask, but the mask is basically like a nylon around the mouth, which is basically nothing. Exactly. She might as well not even wear anything. But she's trying to tell me, like, I don't give a fuck. But it's like, okay, well, then don't talk to me. You know what? If, you, if you're here and you're going to do that street, don't talk to me. I don't, I don't need to talk to you. Yeah. You know, there's no need for me to be talking to you. You know, there's a reason why they're asking you to wear a mask. Just wear it. It's almost over. Wear it for a few months. It's almost months. over, Doug. Yeah, I feel like it's in like. It is. You're right because a lot of people. Are, see, that's another thing, too, that the, the that's the herd immunity. It's not that people, when people start getting vaccines, when most of the people start getting vaccines around you, that's how it starts. If some of these people that I don't want to name any names either, because I, but I, people that I'm related to that don't want to adhere either, and they're uh, people like me that are getting the vaccine, you're welcome. You're welcome, motherfucker. Actually, the CDC, I think, just saw something about for Easter, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear yep. a mask. Yep. Or, or at least you could go out and, you know, hang out. At least in the, within the U.S., I think I read something about you could travel within the U.S. freely. If you've been vaccinated, good for you. Great. Hey, but one thing I learned about the vaccine too, I didn't know it only lasts for six months. Really? I don't uh, know if I'm wrong, if yeah. I'm being chipping out right yeah, now. It's okay. But I read something about the vaccine. It's gonna probably be like a flu shot. So yeah. I yeah, so I got until the June then. Yeah, I got June. I got to June, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from what I read, from what I read, I was reading another thing about how long does it last. Mm-hmm. It might last another six months and you might have to get another booster. I'm not too sure what the protocol is right. after that. But it does have a time limit on it. It's not like you're, but it's not like the measles or you know, or or a tetanus shot or mm-hmm. whatever. Other. Well, no, those, I think tetanus shots they last a certain amount too. But after a while, I, the tetanus shot will last you. Yeah, you're right. The tetanus this, shot lasts you for years. Yes, you're know, right. Last time I got, I, I got injured. I went and they're like, oh, you haven't got a. This is like 20 years after. Yeah, you haven't got a booster for your tetanus shot. And I was like, oh, well, I might as well get it right now. Right. And I put my pants on. I said, no, sir, we're doing the arm now. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, you're just, you're just used to it. You're just ready to pull your pants yeah, down. Yeah, that's, that's my number one. That's, 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 that's uh, MO. Yeah, that's your MO. Like, oh, no, no. You know, just, no, no, sir, what are you doing? <laughs> <In> the anus. <laughs> yeah. Where's the gown at? <laughs> no, you really need a gown for that, sir. <laughs> I know. you're. That's, you're really, that's my happiness. You're ready to get right. Yeah. That's your happiness. That's right. my happiness. We're going into that, too. You know what we were talking about? We were saying... Happiness is a choice, right? Right. Being happy is a choice. I tend to hear a lot of people saying, oh, you know, this makes me sad. This, You know, a lot of people tend to put a lot of blame onto other things or other people about their happiness. Like, happiness is your choice. Ooh. It's you who make it. Only you. You could sit there and say, hey, you know what? I'm not happy about this. And you're going to let that eat you up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
that's a big issue, I think, I believe, in, in, in the world that's going on right now. Happiness. Choices, bro. Some of the cho- Look, I think sometimes if you're in a fucked up situation, you can either try to change it or some people don't want to. Are, are, I think sometimes the fact that doing the, the, the change, the, the, the actions of it is hard for people. You know what I mean? A lot of people just. I think people dwell on it too much. Well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an example, like, because uh, well, man, I'm kind of chimping out right here. But as far as like happiness, like, let's say you're not happy um, with your job, but it pays your fucking rent and all that shit. You know that type of thing. That might be tough, you know. But at the same time, like you said, it's a choice. So you can make your job like, let's say you fucking hate your your job. But, you know, maybe being better with your coworkers or, I don't know, making it somewhat fun. I don't know, making it a competition or something. Exactly. Like that, that. That's where it starts. Like, if you're not happy, make it happy. It's like, like a mindset, too, bro, right? Correct. You got you have to change it, that mindset on mm-hmm. it. You have to go in there with a different mentality and say, hey, right. you know what? And not only that, but also count your blessings. Uh, I think a lot of people don't count their blessings. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'll tell you, day one, I, can't, I go into work and I'm mad. I'm like... Not that I'm mad. I'm just like, oh, man, I got to go to work because I work some weird hours. And I'm like, you know what? And I start thinking about it. You know what? Instead of thinking of the, half, the glass is half full, why don't I think about it as half empty? I go, it could be worse, right? This I can not have a job. I cannot. And people tend not to do, tend to not evaluate the situation if maybe you weren't there, if, how, if things wouldn't be there. And that's what the mindset of happiness is a choice. Are you really thinking? It's like people dwell too much. It's just like also what I was telling you with, how people like, like they worry about things that like you can't. Sometimes you worrying. What does worrying help? Worrying doesn't help in anything right. other than stress you out. Right. You can't sit there all day worrying about. Oh, it's, it's just it's too much, too much of a burden to, for you to hold on a daily basis. It'll eat you up. And you know what I was what you're saying about that is sometimes like um, maybe. The fact that I'm kind of chipping out right now, damn, I'm kind of chipping again. out again, again. I'm super chipping out, but uh, we're all worried, 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 right? Okay. So I've thought about Sal, how when you worry about something, I tend to kind of think it's only going to be temporary, like it's going to be, a, it's a temporary thing, and that's one thing that I almost try to remind myself of. Like I sometimes I will worry like about shit because I'm a worrier, bro. I'm very, oh my god, I'm like. Uh, neurotic bro i'm very neurotic when it comes to worrying bro so that's one thing that i do do a lot i worry about everything dude and i, I get that and I, I gotta take that out of my mindset because it was instilled in me from my parents especially for my dad he worries a lot i always think like it's gonna be temporary whatever i'm worried about it's temporary i think to myself like don't worry don't worry it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go away that's exactly what I, I think. I think the opposite. Like I think of when shit going on, I always tell myself, you know what? What's the? Am I gonna die of it? Is that gonna kill me? Is that gonna like, you know, put me in a situation? Like if it does, then yeah, I should be worried right. about it. Like if it's a life changing type thing that I don't, of course I'm gonna change. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, okay, let me think about this. Let me think of another way to out. Yeah. But it, honestly, I could say ninety percent of the problems I've, I've had have always worked out of themselves. Why am I gonna sit there and worry about it? It's not. It's not good for the body. It's not good for the soul. It's not good for you or or the attending party you're you're dealing with. Right. It's not good for them as well because it changes your aspect and your way of thought and your way of actioning 
between that situation. Right. You know? right. So what are you, you going to be worrying about? Right. You know what? I'll give you a good example. I recently broke my foot. You know that. I was wearing a boot, whatever. I broke my foot. I was worried about that a lot, bro. Like, I was worried. Now, but why? That's, I don't understand why. Like, uh, you have workers' comp. You have good insurance. There was more. It wasn't that. It was more of, am I going to be the same again? And to be honest, for the first three weeks after I took that boot off, because I was wearing that boot. Remember, I was wearing that. I was like Frankenstein shit. I was wearing that boot. And uh, after that, bro, I was having a lot of pain. Even your brother noticed I looked like I was fucking walking like a pimp. Like, I had this pimp walk and shit. I was, like, limping kind of shit. That's not a good thing, though. <laughs> so, and then three weeks, fast forward three three weeks after, like, now, like, I feel so much. Like, I I honestly feel like nothing, bro. Like, like, like it's only been three weeks now. So, all that worrying was for what? For nothing, bro. Nothing, right? And you know what's funny is that when I was, I had a broken foot, I'll, I'll give you a really quick when I was at the dispensary, when I go to the dispensary to buy weed, bro, I get there, bro. They fucking give me the fucking raw. I did that. They act, they treated me like the prince of Saudi Arabia right there, bro. Like they were like they made me. They let me cut the line. Um, this fool was asking me the the. So you had perks, bro. Instead of worrying, you had perks, bro. Like the fucking yeah. security guard was like, "You want a chair?" He was like some Vietnamese dude. He had this fucker had like a Desert Eagle and shit. But I could see, I saw it too. Like Desert Eagle point five over right there. Fuck. The fucker was fucking strapped and shit. He was a security guard. Like, hey, you know, you want a chair? He, he cut. He put me in the front of the line, bro. He almost wanted to suck my. Do you want to suck? You want me to suck your dick? Almost like, like, bro, like, uh, he almost has me to suck. You know what I mean? Like, so, but it's funny now. They like, catered to you, like, bro. He was, but now you should you should have exposed the the, the injury. Instead, <laughs> instead of thinking so much about worrying, you should have like. I'm probably using the wrong word, exposed. But, you shouldn't use that. Oh, use it to my advantage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took advantage of it. Yeah, you take advantage I, I kind of didn't, but but you did it because you were too worry, worrying. And I worry about oh, uh, you know what I worry about too? Like I don't want to burden people, type of shit too. You know, like my sister, bro. I felt bad asking my sister to 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 bring me food and shit like that. You know, so and you even asking you for shit, bro. I didn't even want to. Remember when I broke my foot? I didn't even want to ask you to take me to the fucking hospital. Remember that shit, bro? You took me to the hospital. You and your dad took me, and I felt so like, like, like embarrassed. Oh, you know what I think? I think in that situation, this is the way I think. I think we have to we have to cut to commercials. Right. Too. Oh, we do. Yeah, okay. We well, we're to. almost got to commercial. Yeah. But finish your thoughts. So the thing is, I even lost my thought. Oh, is would that person do the same for you? That's what you gotta think. Would you do that for that person? Yes. Then why are you even worried? Why are you shy about it? Right. Let them do it. You would do it for them. They know that too. Don't worry about that. Well, let's pound that right now, bro. Right, Thank you, bro. Because you, you, I would, bro. I would bend backwards for that. Exactly. I suck your dick. Yeah, I suck your yeah. dick. If I took, hey, I'm hurt. Take me to the emergency. Will you say yes or no? Uh, I'll suck your dick yeah. on the way to the emergency room. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So they, why would you feel bad about that, right? <laughs> But anyway, I love it, brother. I love it. All right. Anyway, we're gonna what? We're gonna cut to commercial we're right now. Cut, uh, station identification. Yes. Stay tuned, guys. We got a commercial for you guys, so stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Vince Scully here, and welcome to Dodger Stadium, where you could easily spend your COVID-19 stimulus check in a few hours. Let's break it down and see how overpriced of a things you'll pay. 
first, let's start off with parking. $25 for parking at Dodger Stadium. And of course, what's coming to Dodger Stadium without buying a Dodger dog and a pretzel for $45? But if you're feeling like Mr. Moneybags, for an extra $7, you can get some salt on that pretzel. And what's coming to Dodger Stadium without buying a $25 beer or a $25 margarita? If you want to mingle with the cholos, you can also buy a $25 tall boy from Modelo. And of course, don't forget the family. What's the family going to ask for is cotton candy. For the children, $20 for a bag of cotton candy. Don't forget, after the game, to pick up your souvenirs at the Dodger store. You'll have three options. Option A, a Dodger hat and a Dodger jersey for $450. Option B, with some Dodger dirt from Clayton Kershaw's cleat for $400. If you're not feeling like Mr. Moneybags anymore after you spent most of your COVID-19 stimulus check, you can go with the lowest option, which would be a Dodger keychain, Dodger toothpicks for $125. Don't forget, Dodger Stadium is based off of eminent domain, which was land taken away from Chicano and migrant workers. This is Vin Scully, live from the epicenter of homelessness, signing off. Good night. Wow, powerful words, and also uh, from Vince Scully on the homeless problem. I like that Vince Scully went honest for once. Right, finally, yeah, right? On, on, on the he, he went a little political on us right I, there, you know what I mean? Low-key, you know, like, talking shit. I think he's in the older, he, he doesn't care anymore. He, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long I broke this up, so. <laughs> bro, tell me about it, bro. Yeah, when you get older, bro, you yeah. start giving this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't the give culture, you. or what is that, culture, uh, what is it called, that, that, the whole situation that went on with the culture, uh, cancel culture. Oh, cancel culture. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So he's, he's saying some some reality in there. Yeah, and 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 you know, Dodger Stadium is right there on Echo Park, right? You know, so there's a lot of you know, there's been a like a, a clean a cleansing of, of homeless people in Echo Park. Oh yeah, Park, Echo you know? Park. Is you been, grew up in Echo Park, yeah. yeah kind of. Echo Park has been like uh, uh, in the media a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Like people are like from like a different well, country. First, well, first of all. Break down, like, well, don't uh, just kind of give us a description of Echo Park and give us a description of that area and, and where they're where those people are kind of like. Well, the thing, okay, Echo Park, I didn't grow up in Echo Park. I kind of got there in Echo Park already, like, in my, my 20s, early 20s, maybe my teens. Can't remember exactly when we moved out there, but originally I grew up in East Hollywood. Well, it's not where I grew up. It's not East Hollywood anymore. It's called the Virgil Village. Oh, Virgil Village. So, yeah, bro. it got gentrified. It got correct gentrified. correct yeah. yourself. Yeah, correct I have yourself. to. I have to. If I say that, like somewhere else, people will look at me and, and with like a dead eye. Like, yeah. What are you fucking talking about? This yeah. is Virgil Village. Yeah. So now that it's been gentrified, it's called Virgil Village. But uh, that's where I grew up, which is going uh, Hollywood East, between where Hollywood and Sunset meet. And then from there, we moved to Echo Park. Uh, which was like gangland when we moved. Gangland, huh? Definitely, yeah, bro. Was, the nineties, nineties yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was like early nineties, late eighties. It was gangland, and uh, 
now it's it's got super gentrified. It's completely like changed. Now there's million dollar homes there. Yeah, too. <laughs> every house in there, you can't live in Echo Park unless you live in a cardboard box. That you know, other than that, the cardboard box is at least uh, five hundred thousand. Oh, easy, yeah. easy. Those guys, they would have made a killing. I think that's why they went and sweep them up because they said they, they're, <laughs> they're gonna sell. They wanted to sell. Yeah. Sell high, sell high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was say like beach beachfront property yeah. or lake property, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, it, and there was a, like you said, you know, like it, there was a lot of fallout between the mayor and the city council and Mitch, whatever his name. I don't even know who the guy is. They let the homeless people really get like out of control. Now, these homeless people that they cleaned up, remember, in, in high, if you don't if you don't know. Echo Park, there's like uh there's like this lake right there. What is it like a little yeah, is it like it was like a, a reservoir? It was a reservoir and then it turned into a lake, a man-made lake. Mm-hmm. And, and they all camped out like bro, it was like like it beach. started little by little. I mean, like right. I said, like I, I also work in Echo Park mm-hmm. and I lived in Echo Park for a long time. So it's little by little, it's it's just gotten out of control. It's completely gotten out of control. And at some point I think the residents had enough of it. Right. Like I understand homelessness. I'm totally for people you know getting a better life and, and giving them a chance to succeed in whatever situation but I'll, like i don't think like if i put myself if i was homeless right if i was homeless and lived in a park my first situation would be or my first priority would be hey let me keep this place clean so they won't kick me out correct like right that's that's mentally you're you're there you're put together you're like hey I'm, you're thinking through and you're saying hey i'm gonna do this and do that but it got to the point where I even heard, I don't know if it's true, I don't know if I'm, you know, chimp talk right now. Right. I heard that even uh, um, uh, FEMA, wasn't, is it FEMA, the, one F- the, uh, the animals? or uh, Oh, PETA, PETA. Oh, PETA, I'm sorry, PETA. Yeah. PETA came in, and I don't know if you know, Echo Park, the lake is is worldly known for the Lotus Festival. Like, they have lotuses going out of the, out of the lake. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's very, like, very popular area, especially during spring and summertime when they come out. They have a Lotus Festival. It's very well known. So at this point, with so many homeless encampments there, from what I heard is there was so much feces in the water. Wow. There's feces in the water, feces in the grass. Feces urine. Urine. Everything you can think of, like, you know, people not using bathroom, that was affecting the wildlife around there. Like the ducks, the geese. They're, they're, in, they're eating human shit there. Yeah. yeah. It's to the point where, like, hey, you know what? Animals are suffering now. That that they <laughs> so bugs so not even human like not even human suffering but can living like shit yeah 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 like it's 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 starting to affect everything around there like and i'm sure at some point like a lot of homeowners you know they're like hey you know what i didn't move i didn't pay eight hundred thousand or a million dollar home <laughs> yeah to see this guy in my face taking the shit, shit yeah, exactly, taking the shit, yeah. and walking freely back to, to his to his tent <laughs> Because I'll be honest, a lot of these people have tents. There's, it's a, it's in camp, and they they got camping gear on them, and they got to the point where they just say, "Hey, you gotta clean them out," which I'm I'm okay with, and as long as it's not in a in, in a, I would say like in a violent matter. I mean, it's getting a lot of um, it's getting a lot of spotlight over it, like you know, LAPD, and they're just doing their job. Like sometimes we tend to to. Blame a lot of the it's muscle. Not, it's not right. Yeah, it's, it's not. not it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. The police isn't it? Yeah. Listen, the police are just doing their job. It's city council. You got people up there that let this happen, and they're they're the they're using 
police as escape. Yeah, as right. Escape they're, the, they're the they're the the they're the 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 door rug. Bro. Yeah. They're, they're the one that, that's where they're the ones that yeah yeah, yeah. they're doing most, the dirty work. Bro. Most of the time, that that's the case. Like people tend to like they want to place blame on the police or or law enforcement or whatever the situation, and it's it, it's not even their fault. They're they're at the end of trying to clean up whatever that they fucked up in whatever planning they did. These guys who are you know. Uh, four-year college degrees and then they go and get a in business whatever the situation is and they city planning and they let this happen and then like i would say like our our uh councilman at that point he ran away he, he didn't hear nothing from him he didn't hear nothing from the mayor nothing all you hear was you know the police uh, law enforcement in there doing what they were supposed to do to clean up the area board it up and get get them out because like i said it was affecting too many too many situations like first with with PETA, then with homeowners and then sanitary sanitary yeah. conditions it's like you know you really like where look. are where are these where are they putting all these turds you know are, these, nice. are, like, are they like digging them up like cats or something or they, they have litter boxes no they don't no of course not it's like one bathroom for like 400 people in there oh my god can wow. you imagine i mean if you can't think i mean put yourself for this when you're at the when you're somewhere out there drinking and there's a long line, like seven people. What are you gonna do? You gotta take a piss in the fucking corner somewhere, right. or in an alley yeah. or some shit. And most of the people are mentally stable, so. Yeah, you know what? Another thing is, those a lot of those people are mentally ill, brother. So, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, it's okay. I mean, we need to find something to play, place these programs. I mean, unfortunately, we're gonna have to pay for it. We're 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 gonna our taxes are gonna have to pay, for, uh, and it's gonna cost us, dog. But we have to do it because. These people are not going to go away. I mean, we could do it like they did in Russia for the fucking uh, the World Cup, bro. The, the the that Russian dude I was telling you about earlier, he was telling me, bro, there was about a million stray dogs in Russia, bro, running rampant, fucking attacking people. And when the, when they decided to do the World Cup in Russia, they fucking uh, used the generators, bro. They did the fucking Holocaust on dogs over there, bro. They fucking gathered them all up and they fucking killed. They euthanized all these dogs, and I mean these people. I like how the euthanizes them. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, I, it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, 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 they went and kill them or fucking yeah. Euthanize yeah. sounds like they went and they blessed them like a yeah. father came and blessed them all. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, and that's the see, and that and that tells you the difference between. How they try to deal with this, they they went out the right way and they said, hey, you know what? We're gonna offer you a place to stay. Even if it was like for so long, they offered a lot of a lot of options. Hey, yeah. can you do this, can you do that? And a lot of they want you know why? Because you can't fucking do heroin in these places. They they want to smoke meth. They, and but at the same time, they have drugs, they have drug problems, a lot of these people. They have drug problems that need to be treated. They have mental health issues that need to be treated. But they don't want to do that because they know you go to these places and you can't fucking shoot up heroin in the fucking, you know, in those places, you know? And they love doing the heroin and, and just going or back whatever, to the smoking and shit and stuff, whatever. Right? Yeah. So it's it's a fucked up situation, Doc, to be honest. And if we have, if we're going to do any, if, if we have to clean it up, we're, it's going to cost, cost all of us a lot of money. And we have to do it, Doc, because if not, it's going to keep happening. Or we could just do what they did in Russia with the dogs. Fucking just gather them up and say, hey, you know, we got some crack for you, and then throw them in a fucking pit and burn them. Or but a lot of cities, I, you know, I, I feel like they kind of they were negligent on the situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, I noticed a lot of parks, like say Glendale, Pasadena, you see a little homeless, you know, but they're real quick on them. Hey, you know what? You can't do this here. Yeah. And they kick them out. And here it was like they encourage them. And from what I heard, which I think is true, is that a lot of these protesters that were out there 
They're not from Echo Park. <laughs> you know, they're not. They're from surrounding cities. They come over here, and they're like, like where, bro? Like where? I, I'm not saying they're from where, but I'm yeah. saying they're from surrounding counties. Or yeah. Things. And they're not from Echo Park. Like you have to live there. To, so, like, for yeah, your, you're for like, your, yeah, they're like, they're like saying, oh no, they have the right, yeah. or they, and then they, they don't even fucking live there. And they they live in Culver City. Like, have you seen these yeah. motherfuckers shit on your yeah. fucking lawn and shit? Exactly. You know, like, yeah, like these people don't understand. Like, okay, the protesters are where are they from? They should. They should honestly do a, a survey on that. The Riverside, yeah. I'm from, uh, yeah, no, no, but like, uh, from Beverly Hills. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, yeah, and, and of course it helps them because from what we've known, which is a, a true fact, is a lot of counties and a lot of other cities go dump their their homeless yes. people into LA County yeah. or LA surrounding cities. They give them vouchers. They tell them, "Hey, go over here and problem solve for them, right?" But guess who gets the burden? We do. We do as yeah. taxpayers. Yeah. So. It's something to think about. You know, it's not LAPD is not the bad guy here. Uh, I would say mostly our city officials yes. are, are at fault here for letting this happen at some point. It's not the fault of you know whoever you want to blame. It's it's a social. I would say it's a social, it's a social thing too, bro. Yeah, because yeah, think about it. Like I mean, I'm all for helping the homeless, but I'll be honest with you, brother. I'm not giving them any change. You know what I mean? I'm not like. You know, if they start talking to me, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna act like I don't see them. You know, which is fucked up. But well, a lot of them are, are aggressive now. Yes. Like, you know, like, hey, you give, give me money. Give me money. Yeah. Give me money. Give them a dollar and they get all mad. They know, right? Like, fuck you. I mean, sandwich. They're like, I mean, give me a couple four. No shit. Yeah, with like, no mayo. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, like, I'm a vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Like, yeah. Like, you're right. Like, I want a vegan burger. Yeah. It's like, what oh, the fuck? God. Yeah. Crazy shit going on, but but yeah, man, that was a good topic. Uh, you know, another great topic that we need to talk about is uh is your is your your date of birth, brother man. Your your birthday's coming up, man. Oh, man. This... My birthday's just coming on right now. Your, your birthday who's gonna, gonna come, come off right now? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, my birthday's coming up. I'm I'm getting a little older, man. I'm getting long in the tooth, like they say. Bro, that's funny because we're hit. We've hit two milestones. I'm 40, and you're going to be – what do you want to say? You're, you're yeah, right. I'm going to be 46, I think. You know, I'll be honest. I think you're going to be 45. No, I think I'm going to be 46. You know what? I'll be honest. You, I, don't, I think I'm going to be 46 or 47. I got to go look at my birth certificate. What the – I thought you were – you were born in 75. I was born in 75, yeah. Oh, yeah, you are going to be 46. I'm tripping. So I'm you're 46. already 45 then. Oh, okay. yeah, 45, 46. I'm going to be 46. Nah, thank you for, for clarifying that. Shit, I but, thought you were going to be 45, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I'm going to tell the listeners right now, after about 41, 42, you stop counting. I ain't gonna lie. I, yeah, really, bro. Yeah, I just said oh. about my birthdays. I'm like, how old are you? I, go, I don't know. I'm just my forties. Yeah. I'm my forties. Yeah, my late forties, early forties, whatever. You're like, how old are you? Might well, let's just say my testosterone has gone down a little bit. You know what oh I mean? yeah. yeah, well, I, I mean, me too, bro. I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. How do you know? See, I I feel it. Though. I I can't, re- bro. I can't. I'm not like Wolverine. I remember you used a perfect analogy, bro. I used to be like Wolverine, recharge, fucking you regenerate, you, you heal quick, bro. And now I'm, pro- I'm Professor X, brother man. I'm I, like, I, now you fucking you hit your toe, and next thing you know, you're fucking down for about three months, bro, bro. and you're worrying about work, you know? bro. Right? right? I'm in a wheelchair and shit, you know? Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, getting getting old sucks. It has its pros and cons to it, but it's like I can tell you the best thing about getting old is at my age is that you understand the things you can do and you can't do, and you don't give a fuck anymore. You don't. You kind of like. Oh, like you, you don't listen to that that rhetoric about oh you can't do this. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like do you pay my like I hear that a lot, like people say, Hey, you can't you don't pay my bills. People say that, but they don't take that into account 
into the real life like like i do like somebody can tell me like i like, say like we're playing basketball right oh that fool sucks he can't even do it for a layup i go yeah i can i'm 46 so what yeah what I, mean? I want to see you at 46. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I do. Like, sometimes people aren't even my age and they're talking shit. Like, uh, yeah, I want to see when you're 40. You know, I want to see what you look like when you're around 40. Because right now, you're not looking that hot either. We, well, you know what I mean? Because at 45, I feel comfortable saying things like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not Right? Bro, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is that people don't understand is, yes, like, sometimes – I there's things that like oh what the fuck I'm like bro like when I went to Cancun my 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 my, my cousin not not getting any sleep no bro I was I was at least going to sleep I was trying not to go to sleep past three in the morning bro mm-hmm. this fucker was going I mean uh, not uh, I don't want to refer to him as that but I'm saying like sleep is important to me now big time I cannot function without no, sleep. no believe me I, I I'm all into naps now dude. oh naps, my god naps are a fucking golden a golden uh, gift from God uh, nowadays. When I come home from work, or whatever, I'm gonna take an hour nap, and I wake up and I'm like Wolverine. Yeah, you're, you're like yeah. Wolverine. After uh, yeah, I'm like, hey, let's do this. And then like an hour later, I'm like, hey, I need a nap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you you feel more comfortable under your skin, and you and you know what the best thing about being older is that you speak up more. Like you, and you're honest with yourself, and yeah. you're honest with the people around you. And it's funny because they tend to understand. Okay, you know what? Like I've noticed other people like when we're doing things like a physical or or like say playing basketball or playing football, oh that motherfucker's getting old. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm old. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Like I remember in my thirties, I was still kinda like in between. I right, my right. Yes, yes. And you're and you're and you're telling yourself, hey, your your brain is saying, Hey, you know what, you're gonna do this and like say that you're you're playing football. You know, we used to play football, you know, uh, on, turkey on the bowl. park. Yeah, yeah turkey yeah. ball. Uh, and you tell yourself, oh, yeah, I could do that. Fuck yeah, I'm going to run around. And, and your brain's like, hell yeah. And your body's like, oh, yep. no, you're not going to do that. Yep. It's your, your body's going to say, you're not going to do that. Yeah. You're like, crazy. no, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, no, you want to go to physical therapy for 20 years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, years? yeah. Do you want to walk with a fucking, like a pimp walk like you said? No. Right. So at 40, you become, after 40 something, 45, 46, you, become, you speak up more. And you're more, and you know what your body can do and can't do, dog. Exactly, you know? that's the most important thing. You know, you tell yourself, "Hey, I can't do that. I can't do that." And I'm, and I'm gonna tell that person, "I can't do it." And what do you? And what? Why? Right. What? And what? <laughs> what? And what? <laughs> right. What? Why am I gonna get out of it? Yeah. Right. And the person like, "Oh, yeah, I'm always old." Yeah. Yeah. I'm also what? So what? What's next? Yeah. And people just tend to like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's a good thing. Getting old is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not because you gain the wisdom. You gain the knowledge. Definitely. You're not as stupid as you were when you were even like early 30s. It's like you still kind of think you're like, yeah, you're you have a, it's a crossroad. I think 30s. Is a De- crossroad, yeah. Definitely, bro. And it's it's yeah, bro. 40 men. Dude, here, it's your this cheers to cheers to that because it's been tough for me too, bro. Like transitioning. I'm 40 now, bro. And I, I feel it, bro. I feel I can't do the same thing. Even working out for me is just oh my god, bro! I feel like letting myself go sometimes. Even though I have, I, I still try, have that like I gotta, I gotta keep working out. But no, bro, I feel it on the body, dog. The body feels it, bro. So forty is a good age. Don't get, don't, don't take any. If anybody out there in the forties or late forties or early forties, enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's some good times. Right. I'm telling you right now, you're a right. smart man and you're full of wisdom. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I'm sorry, I'm taking a drink right there. But um, next up on our on our menu, brother, uh, I was, you know, let's talk about this thing. I know it's Easter, 
weekend, whatever. But let's talk a little bit about like some religious things. I wouldn't even want to say religious, but this thing called the seven deadly sins. Yes, I've heard of them. If people don't know about them, should we kind of break it down? On yeah, what definitely. They are? Uh, if you ever seen the movie Shazam, oh, oh, <laughs> Shazam. Yeah. what they talk about them? Yeah, they Shazam? talk about it. It's like it's based on like the seven. Days I didn't seven know that. Days. I know from the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and uh-huh. uh, and uh, Morgan Freeman, it, it's that's what they're talking about. The seven deadly sins. Well, let me let me tell you what the seven deadly sins are, and maybe you could give me a breakdown on each one of them. So okay. this is gonna like pride. I think we all know what pride is, right? That's easy. Kind of, that was an easy one. We could also say greed is an easy one, right? Well, if you don't know what greed is, you should not be listening. You should be uh, getting a GED. You shouldn't, yeah. Online. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like someone knows school, right? All right, lust might be a little bit more. Like, what is what, what would you consider lust? Lusting is just lusting uh, is like being horny, I guess, or lusting after more like. Uh, Doesn't the Bible say something about wanting your, your like your neighbor or something like that? That's well, nice. well, no, lust is more of like just wanting someone for sex. Okay, and Isn't I can. Is that what you do every weekend? Right, bro. I've had a relationship where it was all based on sex and not not about lust. Lust or sex? I mean, what's the difference between lust and sex? Well, sex is the act, but lust is more of just like the mindset. Yeah, of just you just lust after that person. Like you don't love that person, you don't care about that person. You just want to have sex with you know, them. Like fuck them. Yes, it's just and you don't. Care but that's about- popular nowadays. Like like people, they make fun of it on, on social media. Like oh, I want to get my, I want to get spanked. I want to get my hair. No, well, and- see that's something else. That oh, that's I, I, but no, lust is just more of wanting someone for sexual. Just just playing. It's all sex. It's nothing has to do with love. No connection involved. It's just all lust. It's always about sex. There's no nothing else in that. Well, lust because they're like you want to have sex with that person and not and not have that person come. Just you come. Mm, I man, that's a. I would say it's more like I said. It's more of let's say I'm in the relationship with a girl and she just all all you we just do is have sex. Yeah, all we, exactly. All you do is have sex. You don't, and then afterwards you're like whatever or. Or that's all you use them for, kind of thing. So that's I'm sorry, keep going. That was oh, next one. Was envy. Envy, you know, that's an easy one to know. People, if you don't know what envy is, you, it's jealousy, basically, basically being jealous of someone, like other 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 comments. Whatever, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. Like if they're, if they're succeeding and you're kind of like, oh, fuck them, exactly. Like, like a fall. hater, you're a hater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great, great analogy. On that exactly. One. That's okay. Uh, gluttony. Okay, gluttony. This one has to do with eating, with with with. Uh, it's all about like just basically having more than you having more than you can chew. Yeah, right? yeah. Biting more than you can chew. Well, no, no. It's more of eating more than what you need to eat. Right, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, and it's all. It has to do with like eating. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, you know, you're. I'm, I mean, we. I. I've been gluttonous at one point. You know, when we have our. You've had your little events here, and we fucking have uh, ceviche, and we have tacos, and we have. We're having asada and all that shit. So and and I'm already full, but I keep eating. I keep eating. I'm already I'm already full as fuck, but I keep eating. That's like gluttony, you know. Like you keep eating after you're already kind of satisfied with your, you know. In 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 my uh, in my uh, early childhood, yeah, it was called gula. Gula, yeah. My my mom and dad used to say. Like I, hey, you don't eat for gula, which I guess was a god back then. Like, let me god, but like, hey, don't eat for this, and uh, I want to. Say sorry to my listeners, to our listeners, right? Because I am slurring a little bit. We've been having a lot of drinks today. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We've been out for a week, and I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to hear. Uh-huh. So I've already had like, man, I already had like a six pack and like four mixed drinks. <laughs> and I've been smoking a cigar. So sorry if I'm slurring a little bit. 
Are you good, brother? You're good. No. What's the next one? Yeah, the next one's Wrath. Okay. Wrath. This one has to do with it's basically uh uh vengeance, like being vengeant. Uh uh you know, vengeance on sorry, I'm already fucked up too, by the way. I'm already anyway. So wrath is basically like somebody does you dirty. You fucking hit him with the wrath. You with the wrath of, ah, you know, you're like you hit him with the same. So in other words, don't hit him with the wrath. Right. Hit him with the love. Right. Sure. But but that yeah, because wrath, because you know, you kill somebody. Somebody kills it. Somebody kills your family. So member. an eye for an eye is not is not. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean I. We'll, we'll get back to that one. We'll get back to that one. What's the next one? The next one, sloth. Sloth. Okay. Now there's a there's an animal that's a sloth, right? There's a creature called a sloth. But sloth is basically being lazy. That's what right. basically be, just don't be lazy either. So, so from the seven from the seven deadly sins I just told you right now, yeah. you just defined. Right. Uh, don't take them literally. Uh, what is the one you struggle with most? Um, let's see. I, well, I definitely struggle with lust. Um, Why is that, man? Because I'm, I, you know, I, that's a good question. That's something that me and my therapist have talked about. <laughs> but you know what? I was it was another one. I thought vanity was one of them, but I wonder if that's pride. Let's see, one, yeah. two, three, four, five, that's six, seven. seven. seven yeah, that is seven, right? Yeah. So I would say I probably lust. Um, I don't know if if pride maybe could be you one. You would of say lust maybe that's the reason you're still single. Right, man, huh? that's a very good and that's a very good point. It, it could be. It, could it be, definitely could be so that. People could like understand that being lustful is, is not going to get you anywhere. Right, bro. Not, not going to get you in a in a, in a, a healthy a healthy relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And I suffer you from. Mean that. A, you've been in a lot of issues just full of lust. Yeah. Tell me about drunk, it. alcohol, and just sex, right? Or just the looks, just just uh, just be, being with someone because of looks, yeah. you know. So that's a good another one, you know. Anyway, um, well, I I kind of I think I think maybe pride is the one I I uh, I tend to struggle with at times. Mm-hmm. I think pride sometimes is 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 hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, like you mm-hmm. don't wanna. I think pride comes with everybody is saying thinking they're right all the time. Mm-hmm. I think. Sometimes you have to sit back. I've always told people, and I try to tell myself too, I, as an exercise, is like whenever a situation happens, don't think of what that person did wrong. Think what you did wrong. And you can methodic, methodically break down that situation and say, hey, you know what? I did this wrong. And then, you know, it doesn't matter if that person reacted the wrong way and they were wrong in that situation, but where did you go wrong? Right. And, and start and add it to that chain. You added to that chain, so at some point you could say, "Hey, well, you know, you did this. You did it doesn't matter. You guys were both part of that chain. You mm-hmm. did this, and that ended up coming out with something else. But that person seen something else, mm-hmm. so like, right? Ah, what can I say? 